Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Edinburgh Fringe, yeah. Bill Murray Pub, <laughs> London. Uh, we've got a man who's very near the end of the Fringe now, but he's feeling like he's, oh, it hasn't even begun. That's how he feels. It's Richard Herring! Thank you very much. Lovely to be here. Thank you very much. Lovely to be at the Bill Murray. What a, and what I was just saying... Uh, my guest, uh, what a fabulous uh, venue this is. If you are in North London or, you know, can get a train here to come and see stuff, they do amazing things. Uh, they were doing a, uh, a seminar in the green room upstairs about uh, how to ask for money at your bucket speech when I arrived, which, you know, is pretty, pretty good. And I'll, I'll take note of it because I've got a bucket for you as well after this. So anyway, welcome to uh, Richard Herring's Lateral Spinothalmic Test podcast. I found uh, a website with uh, loads of acronyms of LST on it. That's one of them. It's, uh, if you're wondering what that is, a test for the sensory pathway to the thalamus, of course. And that's what the, we're going to be mainly covering in today's podcast. A lot of people looking nervously at me like they've walked into the wrong room and they think that's, 
genuinely think that's going to happen. Uh, oh, what? I haven't, I haven't uh, come up with a cool kids thing. I'm going to have to imagine. I'm going to have to come up with one off the top of my head. Uh, I, was, uh, I was playing Top Trumps uh, the other day. <laughs> Whew, that, was, that was close. I just saw some Top Trumps uh, with some kids, and they call it Rahulista because they're cool. Uh, it's a, it, was the, it was all the 1970s uh, supercars. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, look, welcome to the show. Uh, I should say uh, that there are some gifts for you today for, for venturing out during a train strike, uh, and uh, do, do take those with my compliments. We do have a bucket uh, at the back, which you can put some money in for scope. Uh, it's free to get in but it's not free to leave. <laughs> that was one of the things you're not meant to say on a bucket speech. Also, it wasn't free to come in. So. <laughs> it, it was, you had to pay to come in, and now you have to pay to leave. Or oh, the doors are locked. It worked quite well. I think I'm, I, I would advise that. That was the things not to do. I, can't, I don't remember what the things you're meant to do on the bucket speech, but uh, never mind. Uh, and uh, I will remind you, both you here and uh, you at home, that uh, uh, Rahul Thank you. Is going on. You've moved. Uh, is, you're much better than last week's audience. Uh, they, uh, they, they, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going on tour. So if you would like to see if we're coming to a town near you, and do come and see us if we are, uh, richardherring.com slash Rahalastapa. Uh, and there's some fantastic guests lined up for that, including Joe Lice in Birmingham. That's uh, one of the first ones. So uh, do book tickets. That's a big room. So I hope more people turn up than have turned up here uh, in Birmingham Town. Or that the tour's going to be in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Uh, my guest this week uh, is probably best known for her appearance in A Quickie in the Office. That's why we're here. I nearly went for Margaret Hogg in Gigalitis, but I, you know, that could be something amazing. I don't know, because that's clearly a Dutch thing. Uh, will you please welcome the incredible stand-up comedian, Mickey Overman, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is. Hello. Hello. Lovely to see you. Uh, I've Lovely lo- to be here. And I feel like, you know, I've seen you a lot while I've been here at the Bill Murray because your picture of your poster is right above the toilet in the performance toilet <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> it, sure, it sure is. And uh, it's right at uh, eye height for when uh, anyone um, is uh, <laughs> pissing with anyone yeah. who has a penis. Um, yeah, so uh, that's nice. I get just, I get like a lot of boys coming up to me <laughs> being like, I was just looking at you in the toilet. Um, so that's, uh, that's nice. Also, I really want to say that this particular poster was like a jokey poster that I made for like a really stupid show that I was doing and it was called so it's like it's called riddled and riddled is like it's like right over my crotch i thought that'd be funny um but now it just feels like a lot because it's been there for years it has been there for the the sarah kendall poster thing is more worrying because she's sort of down a bit lower but she's got her mouth open i sort of feel i feel if i was a younger man i would attempt to wee into it but i can't I, i can't i can't reach that far I'm growing as a human being by not having texted her a picture of me like attempting, attempting to do something yeah. horrible to that picture. So okay. that's good. Uh, tell us about a quickie in the office. You were you were one of the contributors to a quickie in the office. Do you remember that? It's on your website. It's only what I'm known for the most. <laughs> of course, I remember it, <laughs> Richard. Of course, I do. I have no I think it was idea. A, what... I think it was a sketch. A, a sketch oh, the show. quickies. Yeah. <laughs> As if you said something different. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, yeah, no, yeah, they were like uh, they were like the, the BBC. So when people were starting out, they could uh, oh, okay. they could write something. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even written this one. 
Okay. But my boyfriend did. <laughs> okay. And that's how you get roles. That's, that's how you get on in this business. <laughs> yeah. That's what was uh, Gigalitis? I'm quite interested in Gigalitis. That was, uh, for, that's from when I lived in Canada. Okay. Where I picked up this accent. I thought that was going to be a Dutch, because you're called uh, Margaret Hart. Yeah, my, my friend was like, I'll give you a Dutch, Dutch name. name. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All so right. uh, so that was written. I, was, I did like an acting course. I, went, I moved to Canada. I did like an acting course there. Uh, that's when I realized I didn't want to do acting and wanted <laughs> to do something else. But uh, whilst we were at the course, we were really encouraged to make like shitty, like little <laughs> sketches and things. But this girl particularly uh, took it really seriously. So everything that she made, she entered into festivals, which she should not have done. <laughs> should not have done. Um, but yeah, so one of them got into a festival, which is why I got like so much, um, uh, like it's everywhere is like a credit. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like a student. Oh, no, you know, don't, you know? Knock, don't knock it. Don't knock it until you try it. Oh, now, yeah. No, Mickey, it's, it's great. I, I, I've loved your the stuff. I've seen, especially down in lockdown, you did lots of sketches and, and lockdown, and I've seen lots of clips of your stand-up online. I've not yet seen you live, but I'm a big fan of yours. But there's very little about you on the internet. You've kept, even, your, even your website <laughs> is just a link to all your social medias. You don't have, like, even... So you're, oh, yeah, that's right. I recently changed that. <laughs> <laughs> because I used to have, like, a big, big bio. But yeah, I, I liked it. That would have been useful for that me. That would have been useful. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I don't know why. Recently, I was just like, who cares? <laughs> and then I and then I changed it all to just like, just go to my Instagram, which yeah. actually also doesn't tell you anything doesn't about me. I guess. about you. So right. you're a mystery Ooh. to me. So that's good, because I can ask you some questions okay. and find out about you. But I don't look how little I've got in my book about you. So, you know, I hope you can talk a lot. That's all I can, that's all I can say. <laughs> I so, can make it all up as well. You don't know. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. You're, okay. you're welcome to make it up. Yeah, now, yeah. what I do know mm-hmm. is you're from Amsterdam. <laughs> False. <laughs> That's already wrong. Um, so, good start. Yeah, what I do good know, st- I'll yeah. re edit it, is you're from the Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done. Where are you? What, you're not from Amsterdam. <laughs> if you do edit it that way, yeah. that reaction will make no sense. <laughs> right. A lot of people in from, <laughs> from the Netherlands. Not many from Amsterdam, though, we? <laughs> Uh, whereabouts in the Netherlands are you from? Uh, I'm from uh, a place called Almere, which okay. is... Uh, it, I always describe it to English people as like... It's like Milton Keynes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, appropriate response. Um, yeah, it's just one of those like cities that I think was... It's very new. Right. It's, you don't it's, feel like it's that not, would happen in Holland. If Holland feels like it's going to be all... The people like, of Holland are not on board with the city. Right, okay. Uh, it's often like we have a version of, you know, our version of The Guardian basically often will put out like a top 10 cities in the Netherlands. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's always... Uh, it's And then they do like the worst ones as well. And it's always the number one for the worst cities in the Netherlands. Well, that's something, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Real claim to fame. We have one celebrity and he's a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> What a town. <laughs> uh, no, it's awful. Yeah. It has no... It's awful. Has it got any windmills in it? It's got no wind. No, it's, uh, it's what's new. What's it's new. I think it's, I think the, it's like from the 60s, yeah. this city. Well, but people have windmills. And people, the windmills make it a comeback. Holland could become the greatest country in the world. What do you mean? <laughs> people, people what are, do you mean windmills are making a comeback? That's how energy is going to be made in the future when all the fossil fuels... Oh, okay. I thought you meant like old school windmills yeah, no, well. were making a comeback. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, so there's hope, I guess. Yeah, there's hope. That you Thank can you. Okay. How did you... So you went to Canada before you came to the United Kingdom. Yes. And what, did you become a stand-up in the United Kingdom or in Canada? In, yeah, in the UK. Yeah. I moved here because... And I, have, I, I don't actually know... I don't have much of a recollection of how this actually happened uh, because my memory is pretty poor. Good. But I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like what happened is someone... When I was doing the acting course, I feel like someone told me that I should try stand-up instead. And then also they, they had lived in England and said that in England there was like such a, just every pub would have like a comedy night. Mm -hmm. It seemed very low bar right. to try it here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it's everywhere. It is everywhere. And also no one knows me here. Um, so like I thought it would be nice to be able to try something without like your cousin coming. <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of, stand-ups that start and then their family comes and sees them and it's heartbreaking because we all suck when we start and then like they'll fam their family like never comes again um uh, because they're so bad because like you're bad when you first start yeah. like that's just true and uh and so I, I i got to avoid all of that like awkwardness yeah and i just got to fail in anonymity <laughs> which is really nice i really recommend it like it's really good i don't think it's it but i think it's interesting to do stand up in a different obviously you're extreme you speak english fluently yeah so that's that's helpful because <laughs> ah. not many of us speak dutch uh, here <laughs> i think that might have been a, a problem but it's <laughs> i think it's always interesting when a comedian is from another place and 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 especially if they're new to the country they're working in yeah the, the, it's, it's like the observations come from a a, 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 a fresh eye yeah, I, I don't know. I, because I'd, I'd been in Canada previously, so that yeah. was just before. So, and then I moved back to the Netherlands for like six months uh, before I moved to England. So it wasn't, and I'd been in Canada for three years. So it wasn't like, it didn't seem like that crazy a thing to, to, to go somewhere English. And also, this is pre-Brexit that I moved here. Right. Which, it was like moving to another city uh, in the Netherlands. Like, it really was. Like, all you, all you needed to do was just go there and then you could start. Like, yeah. all I needed was my, my passport. And yes. and uh, and I could get all like all the all the good stuff bank account. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually it was actually quite hard to get a bank account. And I moved uh, I moved um, when I moved it was quite hard. And then someone said go to Lloyd's Bank, and I walked into Lloyd's Bank and I don't know what it was about me that seemed like I'd been struggling with this. But the, the this is genuinely to the person behind the counter was like. <laughs> All you need is a passport. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> it was true. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you got you settled into the UK, and then yes. yeah. So what? What year was that? Before before twenty sixteen. Yes. Yes. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Just generally, <laughs> right before, and then Brexit happened. Was that was that a concern? Did you think now I'm going to have to stop working in the UK? Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. like, well, there we go. Uh, but also, you know, that's when you start like dating English men. <laughs> <laughs> And that's worked out for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. five and a half years. Yeah, yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, all right. We'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll move on. Um, I, I was listening to you talk about your, like a lot of comedians have a uh, trauma or a, uh, something in their childhood that's quite difficult that drives them towards comedy. But I think like me, it sounds like your parents... Were lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were yeah lovely, yeah, met yeah. young, still in love, yeah. still together. Yeah. Oh, um, your parents are still in yeah, love? Yeah, my, my parents met when they were 13. Shit. And they're 87 and 86 now. Oh, They've my God. They've been together for 74 years. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, But, but I had the, the, the thing you were saying about that giving yeah. 
as an example to you as what you you're aiming for in your own relationships is quite I think you don't realize like you you grow up and you think well first you think everyone's parents are like that and then you know you you go out into the world and you're like oh no one's parents are like this (laughs) my parents are ridiculously happy and um and then you know that's then you don't realize that that is then you think oh that's nice you know, and then you go out and you find, try and find love. And, um, and then, yeah, you realize the standard is set so impossibly high yeah. that it actually takes like quite a while uh, to, to, yeah, to, to lower your own standards. But, you know, I, I think I did a bit of material about this uh, in one of my shows. But, uh, but actually, when you think about it, it's sort of better to, you know, just to go for the first person you meet and go, yeah, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with them. Yeah. It's more romantic to sleep with like a thousand people and then go... You're Richard, the, you're the one. You're speaking my language. <laughs> you're speaking. My language. I, have I mean, not thousand. like a thousand. <laughs> just not like logistically, I don't know how that would have happened. It wasn't quite a thousand. But um, but yeah, I uh, I yeah yeah yeah, I think that is much better. Yeah. Also, like I didn't get a choice <laughs> to pick the first one and yeah. stay. That the, a lot of them left, <laughs> and then this one hasn't. Right. So well, is that lo- is that love? That's, it's a good it's a good start. That's how I judge my relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife is still there in the morning. I think, thank God. Yeah, yeah, that's it. How? That's I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what she sees in me. But hopefully she'll stick around. For, yeah. But now, I like the fact that a lot of you... Well, again, I think maybe that's a different, little bit of a difference between uh, the UK and, uh, and Holland is that you, are, you, 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 you talk quite openly about... I don't think you, you you're you're not repressed. I think is no. what to say. So you, but but equally, you know, you're you're a regular person talking about your about dating and sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I think it's it that's quite good to see. I think it's quite it's. Oh yeah, I've I've been on a bit of a journey with it because yeah. I feel like when I first got here, there's just like you don't you don't have any of the I didn't have any like preconception of of what like a, a british response to something would be so i just kind of spoke with with all the sort of like dutch directness about about sex and my experience with that and then um it, I, I had you sometimes that didn't quite go so so well you know and then i think in my performance for years i kind of started apologizing for it so like i still wanted to talk about it but i was like couching it with a lot of like it's okay because you know and i feel like i've only recently gone come out the other way where where i've managed to stop apologizing for it again because you you shouldn't um do that you shouldn't have to do that they should be apologizing to you they if an audience isn't apologizing (laughs) apologizing. (laughs) i'm like uh, this is a bad show (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. but i think i like it because it's sort of you know it gives an it gives a proper window into the you know into a modern dating scene and how things are and the the highs and lows of that but (laughs) also someone who's you know is is I mean, you know, your 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 image on stage is, you know, is you kind of wear dungarees sometimes. Yeah, it's quite, yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of down. Some female performers feel like, oh, I've got to really glam up, and uh, you know, and yes, and, I can't glam. Up. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm sure, like, if, yeah, with like a team. Yeah. Um, but no, 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 like, uh, like you know how you your stage wear is like it, it does kind of impact how how you come across and uh, i've done it before where i've worn something quite quite fancy and i just feel really uncomfortable um on stage and uh, so the dungarees yeah i wore that last year i tried to pick like an outfit um so last year i wore dungarees and this year i'm wearing this like little like skirt suit uh but it it 
I can't go too fancy. I, I just feel weird. And then obviously the audience can feel that you feel weird because it doesn't, that's not what I would wear. So it just doesn't feel authentic. Yeah. But yeah, well, I, I feel think, like... I think it's exactly because you, well, you, you talk about, I think one of your routines, you say, I look like someone who was forced to learn the cello when they were a kid, which I think is like, that's, that's sort of perfectly, but it perfectly encapsulates who you are. And then I think, yeah. by, and then you're not expecting that person yeah. to then talk about losing their virginity yes. in a yes. fire. I think you either have to really juxtapose it, yeah. like the outfit with the material, so then that becomes the joke, or it has to suit it. Yeah. So like, yeah. 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 But it, I think that's good because it is like, I think the the British. I think this is, that's why I think the audience have to apologise because they have an idea that if someone, you know, that if someone isn't isn't you know isn't like projecting sex, that they wouldn't be having sex. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, so it's kind of great to see to see someone. It's also quite strange because that. with my accent, because it doesn't it doesn't it's mean it's meaningless. This accent, it's like it's nothing, and so like um, um, I. Because I sound like I'm from somewhere in the Netherlands. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have an accent that you would project onto me, like an idea of what that person is. Uh, because like it's, uh, it's, it, it, it's from somewhere. Yeah. And it has, like people have an idea of what that, what that person is, which is, um, uh, um, I don't know, like, a, I think probably like, and I'm not very posh, but I think it's probably a bit posh, my Dutch accent uh, in, in Dutch. And so... People have like an idea of me in the Netherlands that they don't have here, right. which is quite freeing yeah, yeah. because it means that I get to just be whoever I want to be to people um, and people don't project anything onto me. But I do sometimes have to remember that that they don't come into it with that preconception, whereas in, in Dutch, I would, you know, that's easy for me. I would I would be able to address that because I've spent my whole life yes. being that perceived that way does so that do you, make sense it does it does so do you play do you, do you largely play in the uk or do you play in in the netherlands as well no no no. but just i've been a, a person in the yeah, netherlands yeah. so, so, like, go, <laughs> so, so i know so you've never done you've you never done stand-up at home so no i no. i've done i've done some english nights in in the netherlands um and um uh i've i found, I found it quite tough right you um i i love being dutch and i love the netherlands but the stand-up scene was still um Mostly boys, and so I felt a bit. Yeah, I feel like here it's a bit more ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. you would still get more comments there, where it's like, there they'll be like nice, but the nice comment is, uh, I don't think girls are funny, but you are funny. Yes. So like you know, so like you, you you're like, okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, I mean but, that's what that's what I, th- I mean. I, I'm sure it still happens, but that was the like I think maybe 15 years yes, ago in the yes. UK. That's yeah, where yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where female yeah, performers yeah, yeah, yeah. were in the UK, yeah. and it doesn't really happen. Uh, I mean, maybe, far less, yeah. far less. Like I, my, I mean, I can't even remember the last time someone would have said that to yeah. me here. Yeah, yeah. But that's that. Well, that is that is interesting. Yeah. yeah. So look, tell us about what the because you've done Edinburgh a couple of times. How many times have you done Edinburgh? A few times. Yes, this will be the fifth. Fifth time. Yeah. yeah, yeah great. Yeah. So what? Because we're in Edinburgh right now. Yeah. What's 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 what's, <laughs> this the, is the, what's the show this year and what's it about? It's a it's about whether or not to have a baby. Oh, you're a dad. I am a dad. I mm-hmm. mean, I didn't have to have the baby, which is a, a big thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd had to have the baby, I might have thought twice about it. Especially, especially, <laughs> you're older. especially having seen someone yeah, having yeah, a baby, yeah, yeah. it's not very nice. From what it's, angle? Uh, from every angle, I've seen it, and uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, 
but it's quite traumatic. I mean, no one really talks about the dads, but it's quite traumatic for the yeah, 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 for the yeah, dad. Yeah. Everyone does talk about the dads. No. And my wife got a bed and everything. I had to sit. Oh, in a, I had to sit okay. in a chair the whole time. This is good stuff. Yeah. So you know, I would do it. This from could the, be your next show. I would do that. For, you could do it from the. You could be the dad. Yeah. And your partner could have the baby. Yeah. That's what I would suggest to you. To me. Uh, yeah. Even though he's a boy. Yeah. Yeah. We can do anything these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a good subject, and and being a parent is uh, an incredible thing. Um, uh. not, not always good, but I, I like it. It's been good for me. But, but equally, it's one of those things that you can't go to people, you must become a parent. No, no, no. Because no, 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 no. it's great for everyone, because it isn't great for everyone. And I think you, if you want to do it, then... then well, I basically it. got to this point where, because I'm in my, in my 30s now, yeah. so like I got to this point where I got broody, which is what happens to people in their 30s. And, uh, and yeah, I just, I mean, I've struggled with, with the idea of it, because it, I basically asked my mum... And said, why did, why did you decide to have a baby? And I think she was confused by the words why and decide. Because she right. was just kind of like, that's what you did. And I just don't feel like that's what it's like anymore. No. Well, it is, it is a choice, I think, now. Much more than it it's a choice, would have been. But... but also, like, the world is ending. Yeah, that is also true. So that's like... And that is depressing. My kids will be about 25, 28 when the world ends. When the so world ends, right. They get yeah. a little bit of being an adult. But yeah, yeah if you, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, have yeah. one now, it's kind of yeah. just as life's it's... about to start. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Sorry, everyone. You get <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> have fun. Um, so, yeah, I do, I do think that's... Uh, it's a really uh, hard decision to, to make now. I just... Yeah. Uh, I envy anyone who doesn't worry about it. Yeah, it is. Well, my, my, a lot of people don't. I mean, it is amazing to the extent. I mean, what's just happened this week when we're doing that? Uh, you know, the election. Uh, Boris Johnson's constituency supposedly lost because of the Ulez thing. Yeah, and people kind of put next to on the newspaper, put next to uh, roads on fire. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, people yeah, are still yeah. worrying about, oh, well, you know, we don't want, we, yeah, we can't yeah, stop yeah, the yeah, emission. Yeah, yeah. So no one's really, there are people still in complete, those people who believe that it's not happening, despite the evidence, yeah. still believe it's not happening. Yeah, so they so, can just have a baby. Yeah, so yeah, they can just have a baby. But Good then, for them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Appearance is bliss is the it lesson. Is, it, is, uh, it is a, a worry. I, you know, you, I think you hope, don't you, that uh Yeah, I think that's kind of the journey I go on in, in the show a little bit, is that, like, it just descends a little bit into hopelessness, and then, you know, I, I, I dig my way back out, because yeah. that's no way to live, is, uh, is basically the trajectory. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, the human race has been through a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I also, whenever, like, Elon Musk or someone like him is like, what a, you know, we can't, we, we must have babies, otherwise we go extinct. I just don't find that a very compelling argument. <laughs> I just, I just don't. I'm just like, and then what? Like, they don't exist yet, those people that yeah. you're worrying about. So, like, they're not upset. Yeah. Like, so I, I just don't know why that would be so bad. I don't know why it would be so bad. It wouldn't necessarily be so bad. Certainly from the perspective of people who haven't been born, you're yeah. correct. Thank you. It's fine for them. Yeah, the rest of us them. who have to sit through the being burnt by the yeah, sun. Yeah, and like not having, them. yeah, I guess so. And like not having like any new life to like look at with hope. Yeah. But even that, like, how long will that take? Like a hundred years? <laughs> What, if we just all stop having babies? Yeah. We stop now, yeah. We, stop you know, now. There might be a very old person on their own in 120 <laughs> yeah, years' yeah. time who probably won't be able to look after themselves very well. Yeah, yeah, but we'll yeah. have a lot of stuff. I think, yeah. you know, I think they'll still be... <laughs> if they can find a place to live, if they're just the last person. Uh, yeah. You know, there are too many people. There, there are too many people. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the history is full of uh, 
terrible things happening. You know, the dinosaurs, look at those guys. Don't hear much from them anymore. Yeah, they're, they're on your there's, book. There's one there. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it's all things ebb and flow. And, we're, we're so, you know, I think we're so lucky to live at the, t- the time we do in the place that we do. Well, I do, of course. I'm yeah. a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no point in the past is better than <laughs> the forefront point. It's, that is true. Yeah. But I think it's true for everyone. It sort of feels almost... You know, for me, I've, it's, an, it's the, about the best evidence for the fact we're living in a simulation is, yeah, that, we're, yeah, yeah. is that we are here and yeah. we live in, in a nice place. Yeah. Uh, in a place that probably won't, will probably not be that badly hit by global warming either. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> their problem will be everyone else trying to get here. Yes. Right. Um, uh, oh. Yeah. So, you know, no, no immigrants is what, I, is what I'm saying. Uh, I hope everyone's, <laughs> hope everyone's behind me. I'm getting in early. I'm. We just need some machine guns yeah, yeah, set yeah. up. And you're also saying that to an immigrant. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I, so it to feels an audience pointed. Of immigrants. Yeah, you know. Um, I think we can let the Dutch... I mean, if the EU had just been the Dutch, I mean, you're, we'd still be friends. It's you know the, what? Other, it's, it's the other ones we didn't want. That was the problem. I genuinely have had people say that to me. <laughs> and it is, and it is so upsetting. Like it, it, uh, it, it's but you've just had cause... the politeness to learn English. That's the thing. So, like, if you—that's the <laughs> like those French. They they won't. They don't even. They can speak English, and Here they still go. choose not yes. to. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of comments online saying people like that. They're like not even buying that I'm a Dutch person, right? And I think it's very interesting because, like, what a boring thing to make. <laughs> 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 Ooh. <laughs> I might pretend to be Dutch for a while. Yeah, do no, it. I'm going I'm to try it. You could do it. I love, I love the blue my, eyes. Thank you. Uh, my my, my, my <laughs> first, the first girl I ever properly kissed was a Dutch girl on a campsite. She was oh called, you know, she's called Carla. Do you know her? Yeah. She'll be about, she'll be about 55 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know did, uh, Yeah. Was, I think it's the funniest response to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a, I'm very fond of the Dutch race for that reason. Aww. Because she let me kiss her. <laughs> yes. And it was nice. And they all do. <laughs> they, and they pretty much do. <laughs> yeah, nah, not, not, there was a nice Dutch girl when I went on to archaeological dig as well. She ended up in my play about it as well. So, you know, I've got a, I've got a teenage <laughs> remembrance of the yeah, Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love, I love Holland. I've done a few gigs out there. It's, yeah. It's, it's a... Do you think, what are the differences between the two nations that you can see from your perspective of looking at? Uh, in, in a comedy sense? Yeah, you... I mean, yeah, but a comedy and in reality. Well, in a comedy sense, I always feel bad when people go to the Netherlands because they're always like, like other acts, they'll just be like, yeah. there, we're not laughing. But I, I feel like that's like, um, because uh, comedy club behavior is very strange. Like, that is a learned behavior. Right. The way people are in comedy clubs. Yeah. It's not like that is... No, like when my sisters come and uh, they're always like you laugh at the jokes but you've already seen them before like of my friends or yeah, whatever yeah. I'm like yeah that's w- that's what you do and like it's a and and then you know it's like um I can only think of the Dutch word now it's a uh, contagious right oh, so it's like when what's you're the all, du- what's the Dutch word for contagious uh, uh, now that I've said the English word I don't remember Oh God! Wow! Yeah, I really struggle. It's with like that. contagious. This thing that you once you once you've tried to think of the word contagious, you can't remember it in the other language. You can't flip. Back. I really, I really struggle. My 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 boyfriend is learning Dutch now, and I'm so glad because like when I'm there and I have to like go back and forth between the two. Yeah, I really like my brain really um really struggles with it. I, I I'm I'm in awe of people who are translators because I actually think that's very very hard to do. Right. To go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's probably like a muscle, and you can just train it. Yeah. But I I find it really. Difficult. Okay, well, 
Well, I would as well if I was able to speak two languages. <laughs> I speak a bit of French. Bonjour. Which one? Which one would you pick? Well, if I could speak, I'd love yeah, to speak yeah. Italian. I've tried to learn yeah, Italian. I come, but I was never good at. I, I used to like Latin. I got quite good at Latin, but then I, let, I didn't do it anymore. Uh, and I tried to learn Italian as a. As I think a, there's Italians here because they got very excited. Yeah. Yeah, ciao. Un biglietto e un guida, per favore. Yeah, good. He's got, a, wow. he's got a ticket. He's got a ticket and a guy, but he almost has. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really struggle. I always struggled a bit with languages, but yeah, I would love to be able to speak Italian. It's a bit easier. Italian's quite an easy language, so if I can't learn Italian. Oh my God. Shots fired. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he sounds, he sounds like he speaks good English. <laughs> sounds about his best better than me. Um, do you think in English or do you think in... Dutch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my uncle, uh, when I was young, my uncle uh, was a pilot for British Airways. Oh, right. And uh, so he lived, he lived here. <laughs> ooh, someone's <laughs> like, ooh. Um, yeah, he lived in, in Oxford. I remember being a kid and asking him about that. I was like, what do you think in English? That, the idea of it just seemed completely ludicrous to me that you would think in another language. And obviously I didn't speak, you know, yeah. I was like 10. I didn't speak any lang- other languages at that point. Um, so I was, uh, I was baffled. But then you do it yourself and it's like, oh, it's like, yeah, at some point yeah. your subconscious just takes over. Okay. Yeah, so, it's, <laughs> so now it's English, but then usually it's like when I go over... I like it. I go back to Dutch. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good. So it's kind of like, like it's that. like a double life you lead, right? So you're a comedian in the UK. That's right. And, <laughs> and, <then laughs> That's right. Like a and spy. you go back home. It's like it's quite nice to have two identities. Yeah. I, you know, it's like uh, it's like what I got to do is like, you know, when um, when you're in school and then you pick a nickname for yourself and you're like, this is who I am now. Like when you go to a new school, that's basically what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which uh, in school never works, but when no one knows anything about you. Okay. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, like, tell us, well, we, we moved away a little bit from the Edinburgh show, but tell us what, what it's called. And we, so it's called the, pres, precipice. the Precipice. So that you're on the precipice. I'm on the precipice. Yes. Not being a mother and being a mother. Yeah, yeah, like choosing to have a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, where where are you on? 
Where am I on? Yeah, where are you on? I'm I'm on I'm on uh, it's go time. Let's do it. Go time. Okay. (laughs) Like you and I, but let's do it. Um, Yeah, basically, uh, we've decided now, my boyfriend and I. No, no, wait, what venue are you on? But, but. uh, I thought you were like, what point are you at with the having a baby or not? Are you fertile at the moment? Because I'm happy to give it a go. (laughs) (laughs) If if it's any help, I've got two, so I know I can do it. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm blushing. (laughs) I'm really blushing now. <laughs> oh boy! Let's talk about the venue, and then we'll talk. Then we'll discuss. But uh, I thought parenting. that was like a good question. Yeah, good. Um, it is a good question. You've made me gonna... feel silly. <laughs> I'm sorry, not on purpose. It's a, it's a. No, let's talk about the venue. Actually, okay. that's ripe. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> that's right. And I mean the venue where you're doing your show, not where you're planning to. Break. <laughs> oh, I got a question again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus! It's important to get that so right many, as so well. So many curveballs in this uh, in this interrogation. <laughs> okay, the venue of my show. Yeah. yeah, I met the I met the hive monkey barrel. The hive. Lovely. Yeah, another monkey barrel. Another monkey very barrel. Popular, very popular with the the younger comedians. It's the cool kids, man. Yeah, it's the cool kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one for future use for me. Uh, so <laughs> that's good. And what time are you 6:10. on? Ten. Good. That's, that's a good time as well. It's a great time. That's going to be good. Everyone's finished work. They can have a drink and they can come and see your show. That's right. At the Hive. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Um, and now, where am I going to be? Where are you going <laughs> to So you're going to have, you going to, are you going to have a baby? Is that that's the, what we, that's basically that the, the show kind of takes yeah. you through the, through my thought process through, yeah. like, from the moment where I was like, you can't, yeah. to the moment where I was like, let's just do it. Let's see. Yeah. And the fact that you're heavily pregnant now uh, gives and away, the fa- it gives I mean, away like, your decision. You know, that's obviously like, people are like, why are you even doing this conceit? <laughs> this is, you're obviously pregnant. I think it'll be, I think it'll be, I think, you know, I really understand that. And I think even like, you know, five and eight years ago when we had our kids, I wasn't thinking of the environmental thing. I was thinking, am I prepared to destroy my life to bring other people into the world? That was my main concern. That is so fair. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's a, that's a good concern, but that's even like beneath the climate change things for, for me. I, I, I like, and, and also, um, I feel like I'm ready for that. Yeah. I feel, I feel very ready to for life to not be about me uh well good because good because it it really isn't going to be about you yeah i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure if it happens if i'm lucky enough and it happens i'll be like oh my goodness (laughs) so naive um but yeah i know i feel quite i feel quite ready like again like i have really good parents and they yes they are you know like they I, i yeah I, would I think what is, you know, I think what's great about it is because, you know, I think being a comedian can be uh, an introspective job and it can be a selfish job. And I think for me, it's given me, you know, like there's a reason for, to be working as well. So when you when yeah. you're working, there's a reason to be working. Yeah. And then also there's a reason not to be working, which yes. I think is which is nice. So I yeah. think it is. Um, it's a. You know, it's a decision I should have made in my 30s as well, to be fair. <laughs> and if I had, I'd have a grown-up children now. And yeah. then I'd be out of this hell. You'd be out of that. <laughs> I'd have had the living hell that I'm in. I'd definitely be divorced from whoever I'd had kids with then. It would be great. I'd be yeah, having yeah, the time yeah, of my yeah, life. Yeah. But unfortunately, par- I'm, happy. I'm happily family. married with my happy family. And I have to stay with them. <laughs> and I resent the whole thing. Do you think in a parallel universe? Yeah, I mean, if, uh, presumably, yeah. If that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah. I mean, you're wearing a Rick and Morty t-shirt. I am, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there are parallel universes, but um, 
Yeah, but it's fun to think about. Them. It is fun to think about mm-hmm. it. But I think I would. I'm. I'm not sure I'd still be alive if. Uh, if in I'm, all of them. Well, I might have died. I think. I think if there's an infinite <laughs> in amount, infinite I might have survived. Might survive in a couple. Uh, but <laughs> I think the like, only in, one you're alive in, in this timeline. I think if I had if I'd Karen living, I lived a you know that, that kind of life till I was forty, where I was out drinking and you know. Oh right, right whoring right. and being a whore. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, I think if I. If I'd carried that on, I'm not sure what what would have happened to me. Whoring is a great word. Thank you. I love it. Good. I really love it. <laughs> well, just... it's good to be a whore. Yes. What I, what I would say. Got to embrace the positive side of it. And for, for men so. to admit they're whores as well as the beautiful women who are whores as well. Yeah, 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 Thank yeah, God yeah. for those whores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad to be what I'm... Oh, I don't think you're appropriating it. <laughs> no. I, you know, I think let's make it genderless. 100%. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Good. Okay. Let's ask you. Let's let's ask you some emergency questions. Let's do it. Hey, look, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the book that uh, the audience have been lucky enough to be gifted. What a wonderful man I am! It costs, it costs ten ten pounds to buy this. Um, uh, if you had to have sex with an animal, if you had to, which an, had which to. animal would you choose to have sex with? If you had mm. to. Yeah. <laughs> Let's savor it. <laughs> I mean, I want you to think about it very carefully. Let's really think about this one. <laughs> I feel like I would want it to be one. Oh God, I'd have to take it. Okay. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I, I would want it to be one who I can um, communicate to. Yeah. <laughs> so, like that one of those chimpanzees that can Sorry. talk. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's interesting because, like, you, you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, because you said chimpanzee, and then I was like, "Oh, that would be the one that you could communicate it to the most." But for some reason, I was thinking dolphin. Okay, so I'm yeah, gonna that's go all right. Dolphin. I feel like they like it. I think a dolphin is the is the sensible choice, actually, because it's the it's the most intelligent one. You can you can use its blowhole. Plus, it's got so a double. Sexy. <laughs> it's very sexy. Such a sexy animal. Yeah. There are people who do have. Uh, Sex with dolphins. I mean, there are people who have sex with everything. I don't know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, they, yeah. They, these people, these people are generally men. Although I think, I think there might be. You got to be careful. No, um, go down this hole. You got to be careful. There's a. Re- I did look into dolphin sex for some reason. <laughs> in one of my, and there's. I think it was in Talking Cock. Uh, there was a. There was like. There was a whole website about how to have sex with a dolphin. How you've got to? to. Yeah, you got to be careful if you do have sex with the blowhole because it could, if it blows. It would remove your, your again. Genitals. This would not be a problem for me. I would have to take it. Yeah, you would have to. You can put. You can finger. You can finger the blowhole. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I've thought a lot about it. Good. Um, there was someone who claimed the dolphins could, uh, you know, could uh, consent. Uh, the, my problem with having sex with an animal is, you know, I, I would feel the consent was not necessarily there. That's the only issue. That's the only issue. So, but then. In- they don't, they don't really consent for me to put them in a burger either, and I'm happy to do that. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. you know, maybe That's it's not so different. bad. That's different. That's, That's different. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, have you ever seen a ghost? Do you have ghosts in Holland? No, no. no. I, no. No. I've never seen a ghost. I feel like ghosts are people misunderstanding peripheral vision. <laughs> Um, I feel like they think it's something different, yeah. and um, and uh, I don't know. Maybe the Dutch are too practical for ghosts. Yeah, but I don't. Uh, I don't think I've ever met a Dutch person who has seen a ghost. I mean, and there's loads. It's usually of... like Americans, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's you know, it's I would say it's usually <laughs> what... mentally ill people. 
And the mentally yeah, ill. Yeah, the mentally yeah, okay. But, uh, you know, that, uh, God But I love them. a ghost story, I yeah. should say. Me like, if, if someone's like, I've, uh, someone told me a ghost story the other day, I was so enthralled. I was just like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I think if I'd been there, I'd have been like, yeah, it's the wind. <laughs> right, one, we'll do one more. Um, uh, I'm not going to ask you that. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what this question was. I'm not going to ask it. I don't know what. I don't know how this even made it to 123. I was 123 questions in before I asked if you had to bathe in excrement. What animal or individual's human excrement would you choose to bathe in? I'm not going to ask you that. Why not? Because that's a horrible question. But we've done sex with animals. That's true. I don't know how this Who's, is worse. What, would you choose a hu- <laughs> would you choose a human's excrement? I mean, I've bathed in excrement. That's another thing you'll you'll find out about when you've. Had kids, you end up pretty much bathed in it. Yeah, yeah, week. exactly. So, I uh, think, uh, for some reason, I'm thinking horse. Yeah. Feels regal. You know, <laughs> a horse is a good choice because horse I mean? poo is just straw, really, as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. it'd be a bit prickly, but it wouldn't be very stinky, I don't think. It would function as both a bath and a scrub. And my <laughs> would, my my dog eats dog uh, horse poo as well, so, you know, my, we, uh, you could... Uh, finish the bath and then get the dog to come and lap it up. Such an interesting life. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I live in the countryside, so I find these things out. Um, all right, I want to ask you about your internet uh, stuff that you do because you, you, you're, now, uh, you're, you're now putting up like a lot of uh, your sets from uh, stand-up gigs, which is a, well, a lot of the, the, the comedians have started doing this on, on Instagram and TikTok especially. It's much more effective. Yeah, it, well, but I really like the sketches you did. So did you start doing the sketches in, was that a lockdown thing? It was a lockdown thing, and I was, uh, and I loved it. Yeah. Like, I really, really loved it. But I think they were a bit odd. Like, I don't think, (laughs) I don't think they really um, related, like, I don't think people related to them very much. (laughs) Like, sometimes there would be, like, one that did really well, and I I would be as surprised as anyone else. (laughs) I'd just be like, oh, okay. Uh, But most of them, but I always, me and my boyfriend, we both did it, and we had we had this rule where like uh, we would laugh about like we if we bombed on all platforms because we would put them up on like Twitter and, and and TikTok and Instagram, and we would just like message each other like B O A P like bombed on all platforms, right. and then we would just laugh, and then we had this like rule where you had to ask the other person, but did you think it was funny? And then we would go yeah yeah, and then that was fine yeah, and then you wouldn't feel sad about it. But it did get to a point where I was like, I'm feeling sad about it. Okay. <laughs> like, it's like, I think all of these are funny. And people are like, no. <laughs> um, so, you know, it got to... I did this one series, which I did really early on in, in um, lockdown, which was like, I, I did like a travelogue, which was just like me going to different countries. And it was all green screen, obviously, because it was the pandemic. Yeah. And I thought it was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever done in my life. And I think three people saw it. <laughs> and uh, But that doesn't mean it's not funny. It just no, means no, no, the no, three no. people who saw it didn't kindly then go hey everyone look at this um, right. some but, people were kind yeah. but i but i um i also really what what the main thing was really with it was that it's like it takes a lot of time and whilst i love doing it it actually doesn't make people go and see your stand-up because they don't think you're a stand-up right okay so for social media as sort of like a promotional tool it became a bit like irrelevant yeah because no one would because they think you're like a sketch person so yeah. they don't unless you go like mega big um, they don't really go and look for okay. you to do stand-up. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to be a bit more sensible and just put up stand-up videos. Yeah. And that is really, it's been very good. <laughs> good. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It's been very effective. People yeah. have found me and come to shows and I'm like, okay, okay, I get I it. I mean, it's a really interesting, you know, it's really fascinating to me how, you know, even the last five, well, even the last two or three years, I guess because of lockdown partly, 
the, the, that whole thing has changed. That people, yeah. people put up their whole, um, you know, their specials put up for free now rather than get, trying to get paid for the downloads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it yeah. makes sense and it means you know, people come and see you live. So it is, it is great that comedians are using it in order to get people to come out and see live stuff, which I think there's a danger with TikTok and stuff that it's... People just on their phone, Instagram and stuff goes by. But yeah, if, no, if, they if actually it's, come. If it's getting people out, no, 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 they actually come. It actually translates into bumps yeah. on seats. Cool. So, and are, yeah. are you going to be touring this show? That's the that's yeah. the that's the hope basically. And I also want to go more uh, out and do more European dates as well because right. like um, um, there's lots of people in Europe that are online yes. <laughs> and they ask you to come. And so I want to go and and see them. But also I love gigging in Europe because uh, because I feel like my material goes really well, well yeah. D- yeah. down really well there where yeah. whereas sometimes I feel like here I struggle a little bit as a as a European girl yeah 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 well, because there's of, a little bit of an anti <laughs> anti Europe sentiment do you think it's because of that this, uh, the, the, the audience it definitely that, changed yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, not in London, obviously. Like, not any of you, but like, um, <laughs> or a couple, like, there's a couple of you know. But it, yeah, all right, good. <laughs> you know your audience. Yeah, no, no. Um, no, yeah, it was a bit sad. It was like, yeah, there's definitely some. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely some some audiences where that I come I come away a bit sad. Oh, yeah, because and, and you know you you think that like everyone just comes for jokes, but they just they just look at you and sometimes say to you. I don't understand. <laughs> Why? But, you know, yeah, I mean, it's sort of to me that I love, I love like an outsider perspective on stuff. Yes, so, that's what I think. So you know, yeah. I think that's why I love it when a, when a, when a comedian comes from anywhere and you know gives you their view of you. Yeah, I think. But then I guess that kind of person who feels uncomfortable about people coming in from anywhere, yeah. doesn't want to be told that they're. The, the, well, they want to be told what they already know. Yeah, yeah. Well, they want, but but like, because when you know, if someone, if you're in a different culture yeah. you go to another culture and you go wow this is weird and it yeah. either makes you think oh so the stuff we do is weird to them so you know maybe all cultures are weird and maybe there isn't a right way of doing things there's so much scope for, yeah. for there's so much scope for great great jokes yeah uh, coming from a coming coming from a different place and being an outsider yeah um so but you know it's like i i, I mean like not to sound too down i love living here like i really <laughs> do and uh, i mean I, I i most of it goes really well but i've just had to i've just had to shift a little bit and be a bit more specific about where i go yeah um because i was coming away sometimes just a little bit too sad and Obviously, I'm not saying that like any time I was doing badly, it was the audience's fault. Like that's the worst thing you could say as a stand-up comedian. That's not what I mean at all. But um, I just mean like when like specific sentiments were very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me know part of the reason I wanted you to do this because you know Edinburgh is an international festival and it's yes. great to have people from different. And I and I sort of worry that you know of the many worries I have about the Edinburgh Fringe, which uh, you know are going in the wrong direction. But, you know, things like Brexit obviously affect how many international acts are going to come over or feel welcome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's... I mean, uh, the Edinburgh Fringe is still very, I feel, very, yeah. you know, that's not... I feel like that's not one of the problems. No, it's not one of the There's problems. There's so many problems. But it's, but, yeah. but it's difficult to, you know, it's more difficult to get people yes, across. Yes, yeah, with, like, with so, like I mean, you, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. living here and yeah. that's fine. But if, yeah. but if you know, if, if people are trying to come over, it's definitely altered the landscape a little bit. But the landscape is, is altering so... Yeah. Yeah, much yeah, yeah. anyway but yeah. uh, you know that's which is you know part of the reason that i'm doing the edinburgh fringe without going to the edinburgh fringe yeah i get it is that is that it's just if it, it sort of has this weird feel to it but, but you yeah. know what's nice about online is it takes all those borders away again yeah like it really does yeah and like you can feel that because because when you get comments from everywhere and people just being like oh my god come to india you're just like wow this is so cool yeah and this would have never happened obviously if i just didn't have this platform and uh and it also takes away a lot of gatekeepers 
Yes. Because like you can find there's people who have sold out tours, really good people who've sold out tours um, over like all over the world. Yeah. Um, who don't even have like like local representation. Yeah. And I and I think that is really really amazing. Like, yeah, it yeah. is. You know, it's a real positive thing. You know, yeah. and obviously, it's something I've I've embraced myself for many years. But it's yes, but it's you know, but it, it's great to see it, it it reaching that. And that's what I you know, that's what appealed to me in the first place was just you know, I don't have to go through some cunt to get this on. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can just do it. And if it's good, it's good. You know, that's what I like. Them, no, I like that attitude. You're going on. I, we gave this a go, and you know, and then we try something else. Yeah. And then that's that's it. You know, you the the audience will tell you. You'll you'll find that from the audience, and they might not. You know, you you might occasionally bin something that's good too soon, or you might think, you know, how 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 long do I have to persist with this before this takes off? Yeah. Uh, but uh, and so like, there's lots of luck in it. But it, but it is nice to go. Oh well, I, I think this might work, so I'm going to give it a go. I think playing myself at snooker for 15 years. Uh, in an attic might work as a podcast. I mean, it hasn't, but I, I, I thought it might, and I'm going to carry on until it, until everyone admits that it works because I am correct. Yes. But, you know, but that, but I also I, that's what I like the smallness of it as well. I like the fact you can do a small idea. Yeah. So to me, it wouldn't. You know, I really like those videos that you were putting out. To yeah, down. And that sure. again, that is what probably made me spot you. Really, yeah. was those was those videos. So it is. You know, it, it's it, it, and often it's you just if if you get one person or ten people. But if they really like it, then they, it's 10 people who will come for life. And, it really is. And yeah. also, like, you know, it is still on. Like, it's all yeah. on there. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you take it off. No. So all, so now there's people who have found a stand-up video who then, like, I see them, like, scroll. You know when you get that on, like, social media, you see one person and they've liked everything? Yeah. And it's really nice because, like, they've gone back and, like, seen everything you've done, including the sketches, including my <laughs> incredibly silly travelogues. And, like, you know, it's just, uh, it just yeah, it's not gone. It's no. It's just like a little archive. I mean, I think it's brilliant. Brilliant. And so, I mean, is the plan? Is there is there, is there anything coming post Edinburgh, or is it just going to be <laughs> personal life for a little while? What do you think? Well, about that's it? that's that's why it's a bit of like a weird, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's like you know, with the, my boyfriend and I want to start trying, so I didn't want to. Um, you know, I'm not saying that it will happen straight away or happen at all, but it, it, we didn't want to plan like too sure. crazy a big thing when uh, life might change. But yeah, I mean, like I think touring it is definitely yeah. <laughs> and you know, but I think also now there's so many. Um, I mean, it sounds like you're in a great partnership anyway, where you where where you know you're both taking responsibility, which you know I hope is. Is the modern way, uh, but you know. It's, no, he it, says he says he wants to go Dutch on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah. I mean, you know, you can still completely talk. You know, there's. I mean, Catherine Ryan is the ultimate example. Of yes, it, yes, yes. Probably yes. to the extent that it's not a good example because she's too uber. <laughs> like she, Catherine Ryan wanted to go on the one show two hours after giving I mean, birth she's, on the she's, last one, which is, I think, insane. But, she is uh, like, but I don't great. understand. No, no. But she's shown it, you know, and she and with especially with her first child, actually, more than anything. Yes. She, that when she wasn't famous. She couldn't. She and when she was a single parent as well. Well, she, I think she like, toured with her daughter and you yeah. Know, and it I was think great. if you're if you're one of those people, and I think I am, who just loves comedy for comedy. Yeah, you will just figure it out. Yeah, like and and I love it. Yeah, so I will just figure it out. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It is you know, and it's both my as as in your relationship, I believe both my, me and my wife are comedians, and yeah. both you and your partner are comedians, and so you know you do. It's 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 fortunate really that you can work it out and you can yeah. you can you can you know take it in turns to, yeah. to try stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it works out. I well. heard stories of like Bobby and Harriet. Yes. And then Harriet uh, would be in the car with the baby, and then he would get off stage, and then he would take oh, the baby, wow. and she would go on. I'm like, people are 
<laughs> I mean, people are doing it, so, you know, yeah. if they can do it. It is, and, you know, as a comedian, I think the nice thing about being a comedian parent is you are still home a lot more than most parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you're spending a lot. You're spending a lot. Of, if you're, you know, if you're working, you're spending a lot of time with your family, and yeah. it's, a, it's a great thing. Yeah, and, that's yeah, nice. and then you decide, you know, I, I'd sort of. It did make me think I want to work a bit less, but now I think I want to work a bit more again. So it's, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it, it all works out. So remind us, remind us of where you're on and the, the title of the show. And uh, um, yeah, so it's uh, the Hive uh, at Monkey Barrel at six ten. Cool. And is there any is there anyone you're looking forward to seeing? Do you go and see stuff? Is there is there anyone yes. you'd like to recommend? I love going to see stuff. Uh, I um, I would recommend Crizzits. I don't know if anyone's seen Crizzits before. You have, yeah. They're um, they're a double act, a sketch a sketch act, okay. and uh, they have a show. The last year they did a cowboy musical, and this okay. this year it will be um, a war musical. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're, they're so they're so funny. And I love um, Heidi Regan. Yes. And I love Sarah Keyworth. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, we didn't talk. Well, let's quickly talk about your podcast. Oh, right. you, you, you do have you have a podcast with Sarah, which yeah, we, yeah. we talked to Sarah about. So yeah, tell, yeah, tell yeah. us a little bit about that. I just I just love them, and like I we've you know we've been friends. We we got close in the in the pandemic, but uh, because of the sad reason of uh, our friend uh, passed away. But right. then we we sort of got really close through that, and. Um, and then we started a podcast. A podcast, if you're not like you and you just, you know, if you like do it with another person, then um, it's like an excuse to see your friend. Yep. And I think that's really good. <laughs> like, it's just like a really good way to see your friend. Um, and I just, yeah, I love Sarah so much. And we have a, a, a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Well, so what's it called, the podcast? Thank fuck for that. Yes. Yeah, because oh, I was going to say that, and I thought it might sound like I'm just saying thank fuck for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, do listen. To, yeah, I listened to a lot of those when I went interviewed Sarah as well. So it's it's uh, it's terrific fun. Uh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the amazing Mickey Overman. Do go and see a show. Thank you so much for coming along. You have been listening to Rahulastapa with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Mickey Overman. Thank you to Scant Regard for providing this music. I'm indebted to George, the incompetent Sandman. He's very competent, really. I'm indebted also to Chris Evans, not that one, and Ben Evans, not that one, or that one, or that one. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz, and everyone at the Bill Murray, of course, thank you for having us. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFasterStripe.com production. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. RichardHerring.com slash fallback slash tour or RichardHerring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.